hey guys thanks for uh, checking out the channel if you could uh, do us a favor help goes a uh, long way like hit that like uh, button subscribe they say home is where the heart is so i wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless welcome to episode we're not sure because we had to split one episode in half or yeah cut an episode in half and then we recorded a couple other ones so this is episode whatever as always i'm chris here with my friend kyle kyle how are you i'm good chris how you doing good we got some upgrades to your situation over there before you had Mm. the the dangly wires and you were always like talking into the microphone and now you don't even have to worry about that because it's bluetooth i'm like a businessman now you are you this is legit this is a business call someone walks in and i'm talking and they're like hey is he talking to me and they don't know and they, yeah. they have to go oh he's on an important business thing oh yeah, that, that's always what i do when i see someone on bluetooth right yeah it's gotta Fuck be business he's doing something business savvy business mm-hmm. savvy i don't know i'm all over the place it's um recording a little earlier you're waking up early kyle you messaged me at i think it was 8 40 your time a.m Early bird gets the worm, Chris. That's what I always say. We started saying it a couple weeks ago. Because <laughs> up until then, early bird was, you were not getting the worm. I always say it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. You say it, but you don't live by it. We do a lot of that yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so, Kyle, how are you? I feel good, Chris. Uh, I got back from that. Um, yeah, maybe I'm just going to replace the wire touch with this now. Um, yeah. Got back from that uh, trip around Bali. Uh, yeah, I, I started uh, snoring in anticipation for you to say where you were, where you went, because obviously I knew where you were going. And then you're like, "Ah, I'm gonna do the wire touch," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Now everyone's gonna think I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, I got back from that a couple of days ago and just kind of settling back in. Um, but that was uh, that was a great trip. It was we spent four nights away, uh, different location each night, uh, a lot of driving and a lot of driving saw a lot of stuff it was really cool and uh i think i'm, I'm thinking i'm kind of riding the wave of uh positivity now i hope so you did also see a noose directly outside your hotel room that was weird yeah that was weird that would have gave me the heebie-jeebies really weird it, it doesn't make any sense it's one of those things you see and it's like i'm sure there is an explanation but no matter what it is it doesn't make sense because it was um there's no I, explanation I my- for a noose Sorry ever yeah but especially the location of it you saw where it was right on like a rock a big ass rock that's very hard to get to um like a little bit away from the coast so we're thinking probably a wave washed it up there but even then why was it like that noose is only used for one thing right i don't i don't think fishermen use that knot like a slip knot that's what it was that would be Uh, very hard to catch a fish with yeah yeah (laughs) so So i don't think yeah strange um yeah very weird that would have creeped me out um so you how long was the trip we left on monday night and we got back friday so now here's my question was this the longest period of uninterrupted time together with tika in 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 your relationship it had to have been no no um no, because when she got when she got to Bali, when she moved to Bali, uh, she was staying with me for about two weeks. Oh, because I was gonna say, 
I was going to go off on this whole thing like, oh, relationship. Oh, you, you went on an uninterrupted time. How did it go? But cancel that. <laughs> but that's where I was yeah. going with it. Well, there is stuff there anyway, because um, it, it was definitely good for our relationship. It's like, uh, I think we were both having a good time and both kind of feeling positive and doing positive things. Like, um, I kind of set uh, set like a goal. We should meditate when we wake up and when we go to sleep. So we were doing that together. Um, and then I was reading this book um, and it was talking about all these, it's like a kind of a self-help book. Um, and it was talking about how you should get up early. It's something I already know, but I guess I was in a place where I was like, okay, well, I want to get up early anyway, so we can drive more. And then I kind of just said, let's get up earlier tomorrow. And she said, yeah. So, so we were just kind of like doing positive things while also having a good time. And the mood was better. We're laughing and joking around more. And our communication was really good. So yeah, it was really good for the relationship too. That's awesome. That's really good to yeah. hear. It looked awesome from your pictures. And the hotel you stayed in was just built into a cliff or Airbnb rather? It's hotel. Yeah, okay. really cool. No, that's awesome. Um, I find, I feel like it would be hard to find like places to go that are cooler than where you already live. Cause you already have mm. like a pretty awesome setup where you are. Mm. Um, so being able to go out and find that must've been nice. Yeah. Well, um, uh, this isn't interesting at all, but where I'm living is probably one of the most population dense parts of the Island. Um, so even though it is, beautiful mostly there's a lot of traffic and a lot of people and a lot of foreigners um which depending on your mindset that's good or bad but i really liked getting away from that and especially in the north of the islands uh we went through this one area where it was pretty clear that they don't see people drive past it very often because everybody that we passed looked and a lot of them waved and smiled and it was just a totally different uh energy and vibe than uh than where i am now and uh yeah so so the views are beautiful but also like the the people seem different too yeah it was almost surprising to see someone driving through there i think so yeah yeah no that's really cool um so now my next question Hmm. you ready to hop on candido this week let's go we've been talking about it let's Mm -hmm. fucking do it i'm ready let's go i got another set of heavy triples gonna do my last bench day dude my nose looks fucked i'm looking at the that's the nose strip you see the nose strip mark yeah the uh the, the cement right the wall mount adhesive. yeah yeah mm. jesus christ get some real ones dude stop skimping out no those are the real ones i thought you said it was like a shitty brand so they had that shitty no like no that. this is breathe no. right this is pinnacle this is the mercedes of nose strips damn the bmw of nose strips and you took it off how many hours ago? This morning, right? Yeah. Like, this is just overtime. Oh. Because I'm supposed to, oh. like, wash, like, put water over my face and rinse it off. But I just. And I got to not do that. Because look yeah, at my face. face, buddy. I do oh, wash I see my what face. You mean. You're, supposed to, you're supposed to loosen it with the water. And then yeah. you can take it off easier. But you're just ripping it off like a, like a wall-mounted Band-Aid. Yeah. Yep. So the things that hold pictures up on the walls for years, I'm just ripping off my nose every morning, every day. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, So you had messaged me this morning 
or last night for you. And you said you had a few things that were on your mind that you wanted to talk about. Do you want to lay those out for us? Oh yeah. Uh, the, the trip, of course. Um, I've also been off Kratom for nine days, I think. Mm-hmm. Then uh, there's the, the improved mindset. Uh, All right. So I want to start with the Kratom. Sure. Are you feeling any withdrawal symptoms? Because I'm sure a lot of people have heard you speak about it. Other people Mm. speak about it and have been interested. Um, Are you feeling that kind of want to do it, even though it's not necessarily a withdrawal symptom? Like you're not, you don't have the chills. You're not getting the shakes. It's not like, you know, Mm. but are you having that, man, I'd like some Kratom right now. I was going to do it this morning. Um, I thought, well, it's been over a week. And I'd like to feel good for the podcast. Uh, there's a funny thing about Kratom, though. It's really not pleasant to take. It's really disgusting to drink. Yeah. Um, and I think that, and then I was like, yeah, I don't really need it. So, so no, not really. And I'll say, like, I think I did feel more tired and maybe more irritable the first few days, but it was nothing really big. And I think I was on it every day for at least a couple months. So for me anyway, it's the, the addiction is really not that serious. I mean, I know a couple months of continuous use isn't that big, but I also did it a couple months before. And then I took a week off too. And the same thing, it's just like, it's not that big of a deal for me anyway. And I have seen online that it's a very big deal for some people. They're probably on it for years or whatever, but for me, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I do want to say, I want to point out something you said before Mm. you said the addiction's not that serious. Please. Um, it's almost like you tried to justify taking it. I want to feel good for the podcast. It's been a week. I, it's been a week. I can. I clearly just showed myself. I can't. I don't have to do it. And I want to feel good mm. for the podcast. So maybe I should. Maybe I should just have some kratom. It's almost like a justification. I feel like a lot of addicts, you Kyle, go through that. I'm not calling you an addict, but I feel like that is kind of. No, I, I see your point. Um... I guess you could say that about anything though, right? Yeah. Like even if you're at a wedding or something, you say, well, I want to drink. It's the same kind of logic. Yeah. Oh, I I haven't had fast food all week. I can get McDonald's tonight. Yeah. It depends. I guess it really depends. But in this case, we're talking about something considered that's considered a drug. So that's why I take it a little more seriously. Yeah. No, and I get that. It's just, um, I've been off it for like a week and a half and Kind of like I said, like the, the fact that I wanted to do it this morning and I didn't kind of means that it's not that addictive for me because there's nothing really holding me back at all. I've already proven to myself that I didn't need it for that week and a half. And now I kind of had the urge, but I didn't. And it wasn't because I said, no, I shouldn't. It was just because I didn't want to make the drink and drink it. So yeah, I think that means it's not that big of a deal for me. I think another thing to point out is um, you didn't feel like you needed it uh, going on the trip while you mm. were doing things right. that were exciting, you weren't just sitting around just like bored in your villa or something, you know, yep. like you're going out exploring, you're spending time with loved ones, you're doing things to keep yourself occupied. So honestly, I think that probably played a big factor in you not really having the, um, the urges, especially the first couple of days when you said you were more tired and had headaches. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And that's, uh, that 
actually makes it a little bit more difficult to, to judge. Um, and, and also the effects of coming off of it too, because I was talking to Tika, I said, hey, I haven't taken it in a week. Do you notice any differences in me? And she said, well, I think you seem more calm. Like when you were on it, you would always wake up and you would, you would kind of be grumpy and you would, you would want to take it. And uh, I think she's right. But, but also, like you just said, that could have just been the trip too. So yeah, traveling, um, like there's, there's so many factors that it's hard yeah. to really put uh, a pin in what actually was causing those certain things. Cause it could be, you know, driving long, long distances and sleeping different places. And I don't know. That might even be a takeaway. Like, even though that made it difficult for me to tell, that's kind of a positive thing. So maybe, maybe the act of like switching up your life at the same time as trying to pick an addiction, maybe that would be beneficial because then you're not thinking about it so much. Like whatever you want to quit, maybe if you quit it, when you go on a trip or something like that, maybe, maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Yeah. So note to all you addicts out there. Mm. If you want to kick an addiction, do something fun. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But glad that you're off of it. You're not feeling the urge to. You have nothing holding you back. You're still not doing it. So that's good. And it also shows that you can responsibly use it and, you know, not take it habitually on a day-to-day basis because I'm a big believer in everything in moderation. Mm. You have always said that. Yeah. So if you can do it, have fun and not have it ruin your life and, you know, just do it once in a while. That's great. That's fantastic. Do that if you want to. Yeah. That's a, that's a delicate balance though. It's tough because I don't know. I'm thinking of another friend who recently got on uh, medication, Adderall. And they told him, the, the doctor told him, take it on days when you need it. When you don't need it, don't take it. Now that's... Uh, that's a dangerous that's game. Good, that's good advice, but it's a little vague, right? Like, like especially, you, yeah, how do it, I know when I need it? Yeah, if it makes you feel better, you could kind of say you always need it. And the funny thing was um, they gave him the pill bottle and it's got 30 pills in it. So they're telling him, <clears throat> don't, don't take it every day, but they gave him enough pills to take it every day. So yeah, refills why, every month automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Why the surplus, right? In case you do need it every day, I guess. But that, it's such a dangerous game to play with mm. medication. And that would be me now if I took Kratom again, too. It's like do I make a schedule for myself? Do I say, okay, I'm going to do it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or, you know, if, if I'm just doing it at the whims of my feelings, it'd be easy to take it every day again, if it makes me feel good. So yeah, it's, it's a, it is a dangerous game with these things, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like the people in your friend's case, uh, especially they're giving too much power to the patient. Yeah. Not enough guidance to the patient. Like, I don't know. That's a, that's a dangerous game. And I feel like that's how people get addicted to these things. And it becomes a huge problem. And not to mention they hand Adderall out like candy, Mm. like candy now. I think it may have become a little bit more difficult because he was actually looking for it. Um, And he said he had to go through kind of a process to get it. Um, I know it definitely was, like you said, maybe it still is. Maybe he was just going to a doctor that was a little bit more difficult. But, I think it um, depends on the doctor, honestly. 
Yeah. For I've sure. been told, hey, yeah. if you need it, you should go see this guy. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. No. Yeah. So there are certain guys you can go to. Yeah. The, I mean, every, pretty much everybody knows it. It's, uh, they prescribe things pretty easily and it really doesn't think like they're paying enough attention to the addiction potential with, with these things, because I know a few people that are on various different types of things. We're talking about antidepressants or the, or the, the basically speed, which is what Adderall is. And, uh, from what I've heard, the doctors don't really talk about that much. And some of them, I mean, I'm not even really sure about Adderall, but I think it's a lot of them, you take it every day you build up a tolerance and that means you it's need less more. effective. You need and if the they're giving you a, and if they're giving you a surplus, then you're going to be tempted to take two pills one time. Yeah. Why not? You say, well, I've got, I've got excess pills and I'm not feeling it anymore. So why don't I take two pills? I mean, you can already see where that goes. And I think, isn't it, wasn't it Dick Cheney, the famous example who was taking Vicodin or Oxycontin and he was up to this ridiculous dose of daily that if you took it with no tolerance, it would kill you. I remember that was in the headlines. You seen anything about that? No, I don't recall that at all, actually. I'd Google it, but I don't have my glasses on or contacts in, and I can't really see my computer screen. Yeah, it was some politician. I think it was Cheney, and he was taking like 80 milligrams of Oxycontin a day or something like that. And the, and the idea was he got to that dose over time. It would, it would kill you if you took it right now. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty common. I mean, especially the opiates. That was a big topic before. I'm sure it is still now. I don't really hear about it much now anymore, but. But that absolutely is something that it decreases uh, potency the more you take it. And it's, uh, it's dangerous. Yeah. No, that stuff is so scary. And I feel like it's all about not to get all tinfoil hatty. It's all about making that money. Get these people hooked on this stuff. They're going to come back. They're hooked and they need it now. So keep giving us money. Yep. That's right. Pretty so how about you, Chris? Good business practice. Well, how's your, how's your last week been? Um, it's going well. Um, feeling good lifting again. Mm. Uh, down like a couple pounds, which is good. Yeah. Mm. And I gotta say, as a fat guy that's down a couple pounds, I'm dying for someone to say, you lose away. Cause isn't that the hey, best? You know, you know what, Chris? I'm not gonna do that because that would sound fake right now. But I will say, yeah, I will say Tika and I uh the first night we're in Balion. <sighs> And um, just stop right the there, podcast dude. came out. <laughs> the, the podcast came out. So she wanted to listen to it. And uh, oh, shit. God damn it. For those of you just listening and not watching, Kyle's earbuds fell out of his ears. These things have been causing us nothing but trouble since we started. <laughs> They're back. They're back. I'm not actually. All right. Upset. So the podcast came out and she wanted to listen to it. And uh, I, I mean, whatever. So, so we listened to it. And. Then she's like, well, that wasn't that bad because I had told her like, oh, I said some rough stuff. We need to edit it. And she's like, well, that, that wasn't that crazy at all. You guys weren't even that drunk. And I was like, well, well, that didn't I come out yet. Up. No, but I have it. OK, 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 good. I was going to say that didn't come out yet. Yeah. And that was only audio that we were listening to. So God damn it. So I opened up the old Google Drive and I said, here's the video. We can pick up where we left off. So part one ended at like 56 minutes or something like that. And we watched the rest on video. And a couple times Tika was looking at you and she's like, he's not fat. Why does he always say he's fat? He's not fat. She said that like two or three times. Well, that makes uh, me happy. Yeah. Tika just went up in my book. Yeah. Granted, she was already pretty high because, you know, 
she's your better half but sure that makes it feel good um no it's just a thing in my head where i see a number on a scale and i'm like yeah. all right this is just not good i'm awful i need to be here not here what am i doing and honestly i did go off the rails for way longer than i should have and that's mm. why i ultimately decided to put the hold on the jujitsu membership and go to lifting because it's more practical and i'm going to get there more often and it'll be better for yeah. me in the long run so i don't know i'm excited i'm hoping this extra weight that i have on me right now this is compared to like when i was lifting before when i was powerlifting mm. before i was like 190. so now when i started powerlifting actually i was 155. whoa like unhealthily skinny wow but i had abs um but i think me having this little extra weight on me in my head i'm telling myself i'm gonna get so fucking jacked <laughs> it's not gonna happen but in my head i'm like all right i got that extra weight i'm gonna turn that fat into muscle ah uh, there's something to that definitely yeah it's uh and that that's always something that's um been a mental game for me with powerlifting is like well i want to lose weight i want to get lean but you're always stronger when you're eating more and you're fatter it just is what it is. I mean, you look at the world's strongest man competitions. Most of those guys are not lean. There's nobody that's really lean. Some of them are like, you know, they, they're muscular, but well, they're all, you get what I'm saying already. I know. I know exactly um, what you mean. Yeah. The fatter it's, you are, the stronger you can get. It's funny because when I first started powerlifting, it was all right, road to 200. I'm going to get to 200 pounds. I'm going to weigh 200 pounds. I can't wait. Yep, me too. And now I'm doing that in the opposite way, like road to 200. Yep. I got to drop some pounds. I got to get to 200. Yeah, so yeah. it's a different mindset. But it is exciting. Uh, I'm excited to throw some weight around. I want to see those numbers soar, baby. I want to see them soar. I want them. I don't think they'll ever get back to where they were because it was my numbers were really, really good before. But I, I don't know if they'll get back there. But if they even come close, I'll be very happy with myself. I don't see any reason they couldn't. I'm sure you're about to say your injuries, but I think those are going to get better. I think you're going to see that your injuries improve as you keep, keep doing this. It's just that, and I'm older now. You know, I work more. I'm fully blown addicted to FIFA. I don't put as much I emphasis on it as I did before. I don't think powerlifting is really a young man's game. I haven't looked at the stats, but I don't think it's one of those things where plenty no. of people get stronger and stronger and stronger until their forties and fifties even. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we'll just have to see. Uh, yeah. I'm test case right now. Test case. What's the start date? Um, so I'm going to go hit bench tomorrow and then I can get back to squatting Monday if you want. Is that a day one? Yeah. Squat would be day one. Squat and dead's day one. What's today? Sunday? For me, Saturday? it's Saturday. For you, it's Sunday. Is that right? We're in different time zones. <laughs> for me, for me, tomorrow is Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Very exciting. And I'm doing this all beltless, which is big for me because I never did anything beltless before. And now I'm lifting heavyweight without a belt. So hopefully I'll see that, you know. I'll see some uh, improvement from that. What about when the belt fits again? Right back on. Okay. Yeah. 
if it fits during this cycle, maybe I won't just because these numbers are beltless numbers. And this could all be in my head too. I always feel like the belt helped me, you know, put more weight up comfortably because it is like yeah. a, it's, it's, it's a safety thing too. Like, I don't, I don't want to rip, like blow my back out. Yeah. So we'll just have to see, but I'm very excited. And yeah, let's get, let's get started Monday. I'll punch some numbers in. I think for my, my deadlift, I think I can still put my max for 405. Damn, really? I was doing 315 for triples pretty easily. And the only reason it got heavier towards the end was because I didn't use chalk and my grip was slipping because I got yep. baby hands. I'm fidgeting. This yep. is what this is. This isn't a ring. I'm just fidgeting. I don't think you can, I don't think you can really see mine, but I still got the man hands. Oh, I can see them. I got the baby hands. The uh the yeah. calluses went away. So once they rebuild back up, I'll be good to go. Now I don't want to get too bogged down in powerlifting talk, but um do we uh do you want to add accessories? Do you want to just do the the normal program? Do you want to do the same accessories? Oh, oh, they, they have accessories in here. Okay. Yeah, and I feel that we can do whatever accessories we want. So it's squat, deadlift, and then accessory work for the squat day. And then for the bench day, it's bench military press or something. That might even be a good experiment for us to do too, where we do different accessories and see who makes more progress. I got uh, I did it a few months ago and I still have my app here. I got bench press, barbell row, military press, weighted pull-up, skull crushers, bicep curl. That sounds pretty good to me still. I'll probably still do that. That might be what I do too, because I like that a lot. Gotta get the skull crushers. Gotta get the bicep curls. Gotta. The military press sucks though. I'm okay with that. What's the other option? I already got boulders for shoulders, if I'm being honest with you. I got boulders sure. for shoulders. Yeah. Sure. Shoulders for days, buddy. Yeah. Um. <sighs> All right. So we can move on from powerlifting now. But I am excited and I'm glad I have someone to do this with because that makes yeah, everything it's cool. nice. Yeah. Um, did you see? I think this actress, this is going to be very old news by the time this comes out because it's probably like three or four weeks away. But the actress that tweeted out a poem to Vladimir Putin? No. Okay, we can move on, but do me a favor. And please, please watch it. Oh, it's a, it's a video? Yeah. And it's so funny. Sorry, I was not your mother. American actress poem to Putin draws flack. Yeah. You if I was your it. mother, you would have been so loved. Yeah. I, I can just read it. I, I, I'm not. Okay. If, if I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light, never would the story's plight. The world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of a nation sitting peaceful under a nice sky. If I was your mother, what is the, so what is the point of this? That if she was Putin's mom, he wouldn't have invaded Ukraine. Just stop. That's all I have to say. Just stop. I think I hate her. I mean... I don't like ragging on people because there's plenty of stuff for people to rag on me for. No, but... I hate her. <laughs> no, I hate her. So we're going to 
disavow that actress. I think she was in like the reboot of like, 210 or something. I need you to listen to her after after we get off. I need you to listen to her. No, you have to. If I was no. your mother. She's so no, dramatic no. with it too. This reminds me of this is oppor- this is opportunistic narcissistic bullshit. It reminds me of after 9/11 when all these artists started writing 9/11 songs. It's not even about 9/11. It's them seeing a chance to put themselves in the public eye and that's what she's doing she doesn't this is fucking bullshit she probably even already wrote this poem or something like that and just changed it to putin and then saw an opportunity yeah i also want to just say um as a podcast i want to go out on a limb and just get it out there we do not support vladimir putin i think it's important for us i think he's pretty cool (laughs) what did you not get about jake not having much time to edit these anymore Take it back. Dude, I, I, I don't even know anything about all this thing. Um, I don't either, but I, I just know uh, he's being a jerk. This is probably really dangerous for me to say, and that's why I want to say it. Are you going to regret this? I want you before, because I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing. I have not looked it up that much. But right from the start, what I saw was everybody piling on the bandwagon and kind of saying Putin's awful. This is, and I think he probably is, but whenever I see that bandwagon, I am very hesitant and very part of me just wants to oppose it because part of me says, how did this bandwagon start? What machine is driving this bandwagon? Do all these people really know the facts or are they just jumping on the bandwagon? And Part of me also, maybe this is not a fair comparison, but this is one of the first things I thought is like, America is responsible for a lot of wars. So many. I don't, People think we're don't so know, innocent. We're not, we're not. Right. I don't know if he's conducting the war in a way that's worse than we have. Probably he is. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying I know. But it just, the, the part that really got me was the bandwagon. And it's like, we are all so sure that this is what's going on. When, I don't know, man, and this is the case with a lot of things. It's like Israel and Palestine, for example. I, I, again, it's not something I know about, but I met people who were on the other side because the U.S. side is we got to support Israel. Palestine is so awful. A couple of my college roommates were on the other side. They said, Israel is awful. And I was like, damn, everybody is so sure, but they contradict each other. And it's like, I just, I am not going to hop on any bandwagon. I, I am not going to, I'm, I, I haven't actually read it. So I'm not going to say Putin's awful. I think he probably is, but uh, I'm not going to just say it because everybody else says it. No, I, and I get that too. Uh, I think in this case, especially um, it's the right bandwagon to be on if you're going to be on one um, because the entire world, most of like Russia included is like, we don't want to do this. What, what is going on? And I've seen a mm. lot of like videos of soldiers just surrendering and being like, I had no idea this is what was happening. And like just willingly surrendering their weapons saying, I'm sorry, I didn't know this, what was going on. Uh, just what is happening? And, and this know. is my biggest problem. Uh, and no. this, this is my biggest problem. Again, I don't even, I don't want to say one side or the other. I'm saying, do we even know what's happening? What I read is Putin is invading Ukraine 
on false claims that he's trying to denazify Ukraine. And there's no evidence of that even being a thing. Um, Sounds a lot like we what we did after 9-11, but... Whoa! <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I, hate you I don't so know, much. man. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, but like you, I, I hate the the celebrities pandering and people pandering. falling That's for it. Yeah. Uh, you're doing that for your own personal gain. You actually do not give a fuck. Yeah. So stop pretending. Yeah, and I guess um, I want to clarify my position a little bit more. Good idea. Um, <laughs> I guess what I really dislike is the black and whiteness of it. Like, I am absolutely positive it is a lot more nuanced than Vladimir Putin is Satan. I think maybe he is a pretty messed up guy and maybe he's doing some things that are absolutely wrong, but it's not as simple as Putin's an asshole. There's a reason for whatever he's doing. And I, I, I read a little bit. I'll say this. It's, I want to cut you off there. About, it's because yeah. that actress wasn't his mother. That's the reason. I, there you go. That's what I was going to say. Okay. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, go forward. I'm sorry. What I read anyway was that it has to do with something about strategic territories and, and NATO and um, basically something, okay, I'm going to sound like an idiot here. Something was happening where Ukraine wanted to become a NATO region or something like that. And then Putin saw like, if I lose, if, if I lose this area, my strategic, whatever, I clearly don't know. But my point is maybe we were also being a little aggressive towards him and kind of triggered this. All I'm saying is I don't like the black and whiteness of it. I, I, I always appreciate people who try to find the truth. And when I see the bandwagon, I don't see people who are trying to find the truth. So there, it's possible that you could be right for the wrong reasons. And for me, that's that's annoying, too. That, that's all I want to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about this before. I think it is hard to find the actual truth anywhere. Mm. And we, we did this little experiment before on Google. Oh, you, we Google something and we see if we can get different answers, like intentionally on the same topic. And we did. Yes. So no one knows anything. So stop pretending. But there is still a big difference between at least attempting to know something and just seeing all the actresses and other people saying, this is what's going on. This is awful. And then jumping on without even knowing it. That to me is, is just willful ignorance. And uh, it's, it's annoying. I, I hate to see it. And that's, that's what I've seen with the pandemic Mm-mm-mm. and a lot of other stuff. I just, uh, it's, it's a really dangerous thing about our society and I don't like to see it. Yeah. Um, seems like the pandemic's over. We haven't really heard much about that in the news anymore. Interesting. Moving huh? on, moving on. We'll move on. It just magically disappeared. I don't know what, what happened there. I don't know. But people are dying, Chris. Moving on. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Moving on. Jake doesn't have time for this. Moving on. <laughs> um, where do we go from here? I want to fix my camera ah. a little bit here. I wish it was more centered. Whatever. How have you been feeling? Like, uh, you know, mental health check-in. How have you been feeling in general? Um, I think I've been feeling good. Um. 
I haven't really been down in the dumps at all. Honestly, it's just been smooth sailing. Um, I was talking about this. Was I talking about this to my therapist or was Michelle talking about this to her therapist? Um, just, oh no, I talked about it with my therapist because usually me and Michelle, we, we both go to therapy on the same day, same office, different therapists. Um, mm. So a lot of times afterwards we'll talk and say, oh, how did it go? Would you talk about, oh, that's cool. This is how I feel about that. And we have a conversation. We pretty much have like a post therapy meeting with each other and, you know, check in. Um, nice. But I was talking about um, how awfully stable my life is. So it's a lot of just this. There's no downs. There's no extreme ups. It's just this and how that can sometimes feel kind of boring. But it's a good thing. Like I need to also be comfortable with just stability. Yep. I think a lot of people struggle with stability. They need mm. the excitement. They need the lows. And we've talked about this before too. Um, like when you're sad, what do, what, what do we do? I go listen to sad music. I watch sad movies. I wallow in it. It's almost like you crave those I don't want to say extreme lows, but when you're in one of those ruts or moods, you don't do much to pull yourself out until a certain point. You kind of embrace yep. it and live through it and, you know, really go through those emotions. So right now I'm not doing any of that. I'm just, which is good. So um, me being aware of it, I think I'm just trying to get comfortable with it. I don't have anything exciting. I mean, I have exciting things planned, especially recently because me and Michelle are talking about the whole starting a family thing more seriously now that she's almost done with school. So that part's exciting. Um, like we have vacation planned end of the year. That's exciting. But on the day-to-day -day stuff, just very level going through the motions. Um, and I, I don't want to make it sound like I don't have anything exciting going on. Like I'm, Going to the gym now again, powerlifting. We've talked about that for a few episodes now. That's exciting to me. Like I'm getting those feelings of joy when I'm deadlifting or squatting. You know, those things are exciting. But I guess there's just no extreme highs or lows at the moment. So very stable and getting comfortable being very stable. Yeah, I know what you mean. You it were recently going of... through a low, weren't you? Yeah, because I listened to definitely. I didn't finish uh, the last singly. I started it at work the other day. I plan on finishing it um, this week at work. But you said you were kind of feeling a little low. And, you know, I don't know how much we cut out of the episode we talked about. You were having arguments and coming to realizations in your relationship together, which ended up being yeah. a great thing. So you've had a little more of the up, down, up, like the erratic i'm rambling right now sorry I've, I've, i'm looking i'm looking at my audacity it's just <sighs> it's the opposite of my life right now <laughs> it's just up down up down up down no i i uh you're right i wasn't feeling so good <clears throat> um i wouldn't call it erratic though because i was just kind of like i was kind of like that but just down and then it probably did reach a low it probably got lower um when I did the quarantine, uh, when I had COVID 
and then uh, the problems with Tika immediately following that was definitely a that was definitely a low. Um, and then now I feel like I'm coming out of that. And to respond to what you're saying about the the boring, well, you didn't say boring, but you said stability. I think it's kind of implied that there's a little bit of boredom there. And something that I've noticed with my own moods is anything can be boring or not boring, depending on your headspace. And even though I wouldn't really describe my moods as erratic, sometimes they they can shift more. And like if I'm if I'm just feeling better one day, I enjoy everything I'm doing, even if it's as simple as watching a YouTube video. I'll just I'll just enjoy it more. Whereas if I'm not feeling good, it's, it comes off as really boring. And, and the only times I, I get really bored with everything is, is when I'm feeling not so good in general. And also, I'm doing the, the Sam Harris app, the, the Waking Up app. And, and there was one thing he said, uh, the talk was about boredom. And he said, boredom only occurs when you're not paying attention. And I'm not, I'm not even, I haven't really come to this realization myself because I can definitely get bored if I'm doing the same thing. But he, I, I think the point he's trying to make is like, if you're, if you're really mindful and you're just like, even just exploring your field of vision, your, your, your sounds and all that, you can't really be bored. Um, so I'm not sure if that's helpful, but that, that's, that's where my, that's where my thoughts went based off on that. No, it is definitely helpful. And I think our generation is a little bit spoiled in terms of kind of relating it to what Sam Harris is saying. Like, if you're actually taking things in, there's no way for you to be bored. Like, I'm talking to you in a different time zone, 12 hours apart across the country on a supercomputer, and we're able to have this exactly. conversation. Like, that's yeah, fascinating. And I'll, I'll notice that, too. Even if I'm driving on a highway, sometimes I'll think, Someone built this. That's crazy. And I don't exactly. know. It sounds like a super stoner thing to say, but I'm, yes. I'm like, someone built this. Someone had to design this and draw this all out. And it all works perfectly. How did yep. we how did we get to this point as a society? And yep. really just appreciating those simple things. I think that's exactly what I was trying to say. It's like boredom is internal more than it is external. So if you are in a bored state of mind, pretty much anything you do is going to be boring. Whereas if you're not in that, so, so it does, it's not about the activity or about your life. It's, it's kind of more about inside. How you're perceiving um, the situation. Yeah. And, and just to like extend that, I definitely have had very shifting moods through periods when, for example, I was still going to the gym every day. And sometimes I would get into that monotony of like, I'm pretty bored of the gym. I'm doing the same fucking thing every day. But then one day, like my mood was kind of elevated and I'm like, this is really fun. It's like nothing about the activity changed. It was just my state of mind. Yeah. Even though I had been doing it every day. So it's like, it, th th I think that's, that's the takeaway for me was what we're talking about. It's like, it's, it's not the world's fault that you're bored. It's, it's coming from inside you. And maybe it's not even your fault, but it's just like, it's worth looking at deeper. Oh, for sure. And I think that people are going to have a much harder time not getting bored with things with what we have available to us. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the um, people that are addicted to porn but can't get hard for sex. Exactly. It's kind of like that, but 
all right, I have this computer. It's awesome. I use someone else's computer that is amazing, has double the specs mine has, and I come back to mine and it seems way shittier. Yep. So it's, it's all about perspective. And I feel like with how things are advancing and uh, what people are doing, it's just going to lead to a more difficult stage of not feeling bored for a lot of people. I think you're exactly right about that. Yeah, it's, a, it's like, um, what level of stimulus are you used to? And if you're just a monk sitting in a cave all day meditating, that's like no stimulus. So even looking at a flower, you go outside and you look at a flower, that's going to be really stimulating to him. But if you're like most people and you're on the phone all day, like this is very, very stimulating. And it's, you can, there's countless hours you can spend doing so many different fucking things on just your it phone that's in your pocket at all times. Yeah. So I think you're, I think you're exactly right. I'm glad you brought, brought that up. So like, if you could, if you could think about it, not that we can do it right now, but if you could like measure the amount of stimulus, it's like, if you, if you're scrolling through social media, that does something to your brain. That is a pretty high level of stimulus. And then if you compare that to like us having a face-to-face conversation, even though I really like our, our conversations are stimulating, but this to our brains, it, it's a higher level of stimulus, I think probably. Yeah. Um, so, so if you're doing all that all day, it's like you're, it's your, you, you said it very well, like you're desensitizing yourself. You're, you're getting your brain used to a very high level of stimulus and then you're going to feel bored. Go ahead. Just one more thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's exactly like the discussion we're having earlier about the, the drugs too. It's like the first time you use a, a new phone, you're like, whoa. Um, but then just like taking Adderall every day or something like that, it, it gradually becomes less stimulating because now you're used to it. So now even this is boring and then everything's boring and that's, that's dangerous. We're in a constant state of desensitization as a society. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scary. And it's very hard uh, to not fall victim to it. So this isn't me saying, oh, you're, you're, you're bad for doing, because I am so guilty of it all the time. Me too. Like how often are you watching a fantastic show? But mm. bzz, bzz, hmm. I might miss something, but it's okay, because this is keeping me happy right now. You know? Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I talked about it in my, um, in, in the singly negative, I realized that when I'm home by myself, I'm always, my mind is almost always occupied unless I'm meditating, unless I say, okay, I'm going to meditate right now. The rest of the time, I'm just always going to be, and sometimes I don't even do one thing at once. I'll like listen to YouTube and I'll play chess on my phone. Yep. So am I even really playing chess? Like, Am I really focusing on chess or am I just kind of playing the same moves over and over? And that's why like a lot of those very mindless games, people love them. And uh, because it doesn't like, take just, much thought, you can fill your head yeah. up with other shit as you're just going through motions and pretending you're doing something productive. Yeah. It's scary. Because like I it said, I'm, scary. I'm very guilty of it myself. Like very, very guilty of it. Me too. And uh, I think this might be a good time for one of our classic circle backs. Um, I think that makes classic people a lot back. more susceptible 
I think, I think, so when you get desensitized and you're, it, it becomes harder for you to think, then you're very susceptible to the bandwagons. And I'm not even talking about one bandwagon in particular or anything, but bandwagons in general, bandwagons in general, people just, I don't think they think for themselves very much. Um, now. I agree. I agree. I'm not going to challenge you on that one. I, I completely agree. And I think I'm guilty of that to a certain degree as well. I think everyone is. Even people that say, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm a free thinker. I'm not a sheep. We're all kind of becoming sheep, for lack of a better term. Because we're filling our heads yep. up with all this garbage all the time. Constant stimulation. I don't. It's scary. It is. Yeah. And that's uh, that was part of the, the, the trip for me because I, uh, I, I talked about this on my signaling negative too. Usually when I'm driving on the bike, I will, unless the, the, the drive is literally a minute, I'll put YouTube on my phone and I'll listen to something. And it's a, it's a way to help me zone out, I guess. And it just, it just makes me feel safe and comfortable, I guess. So I'm usually listening to this radio show, Opie and Anthony, and it's like something about it comforts me. And sometimes the idea of not having them talking in the background, it's, it's, it's I don't want to say it's scary, but it's like, I just, I would I'd feel more comfortable if I had some background noise. Because it's keeping anyway, us from our own thoughts. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Why do people and, have trouble uh, sleeping at night? Yeah. I turn the yeah, TV can, off. I need to lay yeah, down, yeah, close yeah. my eyes. I don't have my phone. I need to go to sleep. All of a sudden you start thinking of all the shit that you're supposed to be thinking about all day and not taking care of. And it just leads to you having anxiety all night because you finally took away that distracting factor and are facing what you need to face. And it's keeping you up. I think that's exactly what it is. And I, I had some period, I had a lot of periods where I would go to bed so late, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and, and so on. And I think that's exactly what it was. I think I was just in my bed on my phone. And the idea of putting away that security that this gave me, I didn't want to do it. And I think that's why I delayed sleeping until I was just so tired. Yeah, just get um, to a point where I have no choice but to go to sleep. Yeah. I, th I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because how many times have you been in bed and you thought for a second, oh, I'm not that tired. Here we go. Right back on it. Yeah. yeah because you start having those thoughts and you, maybe I'm not that tired. Maybe I'll just keep doing this until I can't open my eyes anymore. Mm. And that becomes the, the default. Yeah. The default is just to be on the phone. Binky. We got weaned off our binkies as a child and we picked up new ones as adults. I that's think that's thing. a good analogy. Yeah. I think that's a very good analogy. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's also really scary because everybody knows it. It's like, it's not a secret anymore. Everybody knows that it's not so good for us, but nobody's really making a, that big of an effort. It, it seems like very few and far between are the people who make an effort to not do that. Short term, we've seen no ramifications for it. So why stop? I think the ramification is what we've been talking about this episode. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not as easy to see as physical withdrawals or something like that, but it's just like, 
<clears throat> this general dissatisfaction and boredom with life. And here's the thing. If you want mm. those ramifications that we're talking about to go away, mm. pick this back up. You don't have to think about yep. those. There's no punishment for us using our binky anymore. Before it was, hey, you're a big kid now. Take that out of you. You don't need that anymore. Yeah. I'm a big kid now. I need this. And no one's going to tell me I can't use it. And it also goes back to that whole thing where, you know, call it peer pressure or call it you are the average of everyone you're around. But imagine if every single person around you was an alcoholic, you'd be pretty likely to drink. Every single person around you is addicted to their phone. So it's weird to not be addicted to your phone. It's completely accepted to just go into your phone. And like you said, it's a binky. So why wouldn't you? And that's just, uh, that's where we're at. And it's not an embarrassing binky. It's not like we have it all sucking on our thumbs or anything in public. It's no. that's normal. Everyone else is doing it. I was at the gym the other day and I was doing this. I didn't have my headphones in. I had them in for a while, but I was talking to someone. So I took them out and I just never put them back in. And I was doing some exercise and I was done. And I was just sitting on the machine, just looking off into space thinking I look mm. like a psycho right now. Yeah. 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 I look like a psycho. I think everyone we're so uncomfortable just being people now. Exactly. And I, I, I was never I, like that before either with like the phones until obviously, obviously when I had my Nokia brick, I could play snake, but I wasn't playing snake all goddamn day in public. Mm. So now whenever you don't want to look awkward at a bar, you pretend you're talking to somebody. You don't want to look awkward at the gym in between visits. You're talking to somebody between your exercises. Just sit there. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to make a conscious effort to do so. That's what I did during my trip. And uh, I still went into the phone a bunch, but in general, I was away from it most of the time. And I think it had a positive effect on me. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Even if you don't see it now, that positive effect, that's <clears throat> that. Even you being on your phone less mm. during your trip is going to make it more normal for you going forward in those yep. public situations where you don't have your phone out. And you know what's kind of like, I don't know if ironic's the right word, but you're doing this all day long. You're looking at your phone all day long. What are you actually doing? Nothing what does it productive. actually amount to? It's so weird, isn't it? Like, ostensibly. I used that word during a drunk cast and we argued about it. Um, Don't remember that. No, nah, it was really <laughs> funny. Me and, me and Tika ended up talking about it a lot. She's like, what does ostensibly mean? I was like, no, I used it right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> ostensibly, like it, on the surface, you're talking to people. But for me, I'm not really. No. Like I talk to a handful of people or, or way less on a daily basis. So most of the time, for me anyway, I'm just like, looking through social media or looking at Reddit or I don't even, that's the funny thing. I don't even know what I'm doing at the end of the day. Like, you know, you look at your screen time, I'm embarrassed to say, but sometimes it's like eight, 12 or more hours. Yeah. And could you actually write down what you did? What did I do for 12 hours? I don't know. Yeah. 
And I'm not even talking about it from a productivity standpoint. I mean, you could, you could talk about it all day long. Like, oh, what could you have done with that time? But I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying it's like, it's like some sort of a, I don't want to say brainwashing or something, but it's like, you, you're putting your mind away. You just, I don't know. It's like a time machine or something. It's weird. Have you ever left your house without your phone and had instant anxiety? Like, I need to go get that now. A bit. Yeah, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Um, I don't suffer from that as much as much as some people. But but yeah, I, I have had that feeling like, oh, or, or especially like you just don't have your phone. For, where's my phone? Like that, yeah. that I definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. So I think going forward, I want to make a conscious effort to not be so wrapped up. Mm. bring that screen time hard. down i'll tell you this it's way harder than kratom way so harder. much harder so much I'll harder. You, i'll tell you this right now i've had these types of talks several times over the years I, I can remember at least two or three specific times when i was talking to some guy one was robert hahn some guy whatever and we said all right this is what we're going to do we're only going to use our phones two hours per day and uh every single time i did that i failed and the other guy failed within a couple days it's impossible. It really, really, really hard. So what can we do? Do we have the answers as a podcast? What can we do? I don't have the answer. No. We've become the so only... reliant on it. I yeah. don't even know my way around Rhode Island, a place I've lived for 30 years now. I use GPS to get most places. Yep. Why? Because I've never no, had to I'm learn right the land of the land. I've never had to learn it. Why would I learn it? Yeah. 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 Um, this is not the answer, but like when you said, you know, you're at the gym and you could use your binky, but you don't, um, those situations just try not to. I think and that's maybe the start. It's a, that's yeah, the start. Maybe it's just a, a little bit improvement little by little. And you can, you, you know, when it's happening, I do anyway, I know when I, this, the, the gym is a great example. You're in between a set and you're just like, my hand wants to reach into my pocket and grab my phone. I'm just like, why? Yeah. Just because I feel uncomfortable, right? That's, that's the moment when if you resist it, you're doing something a little bit good for yourself. I think those are the moments where it's easy to make that change. Uh, overall, to say you're not going to use your phone all day, that's probably unrealistic for almost everybody. But I, I don't know. Yeah. So I think that's, that's our little challenge this week. And we can circle back at the, uh, the episode when we record next week. Um, mm which will be fun because we'll be able to have our first weekly talk about how the lifts went, how we're feeling uh, strength wise and um, you know, lack of phone usage. If you're on board. I am on board. I'm just already thinking like, do you want to, do you want to look at our screen time and measure it that way? I'm embarrassed about that. You know, you we can't to. we can't overshare, Kyle. You know, we, we say a lot on this pod. We shouldn't overshare. Yeah, you're embarrassed too, huh? I don't. It's because I do a lot of FIFA stuff on my phone too. Ah, there you go. So it's a lot of FIFA information, screen time. All right. What's your daily average? How do I find this? I don't know. You don't have an iPhone. Um, Digital well-being, maybe? That sounds right. So I will lead with mine. I want you to guess. For a day? Uh, daily average. You're also at work. 
So you're probably not on your phone. Well, you probably are on your phone actually at work, huh? Because I have YouTube up on my podcast, all that jazz. I got to go with eight hours. Eight hours and four minutes. Damn. Today, not at work. Five hours and five minutes. An hour and 43 of that was spent in the Foot Companion app for Ultimate Team. Yep. Peacock, 43 minutes because I watched the Man U and Tottenham game. To be fair, total, I have 36 minutes on social media, though. Okay. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I don't see daily average, but I see day by day. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so I'll just, uh, I'll just rattle these off. Yesterday, nine hours. The day before, six hours, 40. The day mm-hmm. before, six hours, 20. The day before, five hours, 36. The day before, six. So it looks like my average is about six hours. Um, I, I, let's, let's, I just want to point out that you were on vacation. You were doing a lot of driving. So let, don't, I, I, you were going to try to slip that one under the fucking rug, you snake. I, I caught you. All right, let me go to some random day. February 16th, 12 hours, 42 minutes. Uh, half the day. Yeah. More than half the day. It does seem like the average seems to be about six hours, though, because there's a there's a four hour 30. There's a nine hour 28 There's a six hour 30. Let's say six and a half, seven hours. Jesus. Yeah. Let's try to get these numbers down. That's our goal for next episode. That's fair. I think that's fair. And uh, one more. I mean, I, I'm kind of reiterating the same thing, but. I did like the idea of you, you started the idea. It's like the stimulus you're addicted to and the porn analogy is great too. Um, so in general, I would like for this, this for me, and I think it would be good for most people too. just lower that stimulus. So for example, if I'm going to lay in bed and I could be on my phone, a lower level of stimulus would, would be a book. And that, that it's, that's really simple or, or even like just watching small, TV, just watching was, TV. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Small steps, right? Or just lower the multitasking. Like, let's say you're going to watch a YouTube video, but usually you play this game on your phone too. Just fucking watch the YouTube video or just play the game. Just baby steps to just decrease that level of stimulus. Yeah. Decrease the stimuli, the stimulus in your life, but increase the stimulus checks, Joe Biden. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Great. Um, All right, so we've been going for an hour. I think this could be a a good place for us to put a bow on it. We went in with Mm. zero talk about what we're going to do, and I think this was a fantastic conversation. So great job, Kyle. You too, as always. All right, awesome. So thank you for listening. Um, This is also going to be on YouTube now. So like, subscribe, smash the like button. Yeah, I mean, we, we have four weeks of video now. Four episodes of video. Wow. Thanks for tuning into the channel, guys. If you can just do us a favor, smash that like button, leave a comment, tell us what you want us to talk about. And thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends, smash that like button. So annoying. Oh, the worst. Hey, guys, you do yours. You do yours. Uh, so I've been watching these RimWorld videos. It's a PC game and He's got like this um, 
his aura is very like uh, studious and he's got this English accent. And he's like, if you like what I've been doing, I would appreciate if you could leave a thumbs up. And of course, if you enjoy the channel in general, please subscribe. I, I kind of like that, the, the, the tone down. I, I don't yeah. mind it from him actually. And I usually do actually, to, to just say it, I'm never going to remember to like the video, but when he says that, I usually take a second. I just like the video. So. Yeah. My so own experience. It, I, yeah. So what I did was like the fake, Hey guys, thanks yeah, for checking yeah, out yeah, the yeah. channel. If you uh, could do us a favor, help goes a uh, long way. Like hit that like uh, button, subscribe. Like mm. Crystalia does it funny too. He's like, make some friends in the comments comment. Hey, I'm from California. And someone says, Hey, you want to hang out? Go make friends mm. in the comments. That's what he says. And mm -mm -mm -mm. I like that too. But the whole, disingenuous hey guys thanks for checking out the channel yeah so sound like this is disney channel exactly fuck yep. that yep but all right cool we'll put a bow on it please smash that like button and subscribe how do i i can't see i gotta put my glasses on so i can stop recording this is life being bound to love